What is good, everybody, and welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all the. I am Sean, Shawnee Sean Marshall, and yes, we're quarantined in our own homes due to this humongous pandemic in history, um, the coronavirus. Ugh. I, I'm gonna say this. I didn't really get a chance to say this at the Fret Tea Talk from this last episode. If you didn't get a chance to um, listen to our last um, episode when we talk about musician versus um, coronavirus, make sure you check that out. But I'm gonna be very, very blunt because I really didn't get a chance to say this at the Fret Tea Talk because I was trying to keep quiet and put a cork in it. But here's what I really want to say this since I'm gonna be holding the ground hosting this episode. People, there's no need to be going completely cuckoo and insane and wiped out every single food off the groceries. Okay, I went to do a grocery pickup for Walmart yesterday and I had like about little bit things, like about $43 worth of stuff. And they came out with just two bottles of grape juice, which mostly I just need juice for my kids. But all the other stuff was sold out. Can have no dang on cheese, no bread, not even corned beef. And I ain't been craving for corned beef for so long, long. All that just waiting for almost an hour to get my order, and all I have is just grapefruit, grape juice, like really. But and and it's also is affecting musicians and people that um, have to be sent home, closing down, and and jobs really. And um, so please, everyone, please support your local artists musicians if they have music out please stream their music download their music download merch um anything any little bit helps because musicians have it's the bread and butter to perform and due to all this it's 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 canceling and it's not really right fair for the those that is using that to to support their household. Um, speaking of merch, make sure you go to our merch store. Support the Fret Sisters as well. Um, we have a bunch of t- bags. We got blankets, socks. We have everything here um, on our store. It's um, fretsisters.storeenv.com. And also, if you want to support one of my merch, I am an artist as well. I do have a merch store. It's uh, SeanMerchStore.StoreEnvy.com. And make sure you check out, I do have some um, merch dealing for my album, Reinvention. Make sure you check that out as well. Um, I also got like two other shirts that I um, created. And um, yeah, just every little bit helps for every musician that is trying to do, let's just say, trying to make a living, especially during this time and all these shows are canceling and everything. But... Um, this is going to be a very special, special episode. This is going to be a little bit different. We are going to have a Fred Tea Talk. I'm going to tell you that. But this is going to be a lot different because we actually going to bring somebody joining in with us. And we're going to be doing some discussions. And um, today's discussion, we'll be talking about entrepreneurship versus 9 to 5. We're going to be sitting down with vocal coach extraordinaire and entrepreneur um, Brittany Speedy. And um, she wrote something on the post on Facebook and um, it's a long post but I'm going to read this to you right now before uh, we come back to start the round table and to help y'all mar- uh, marinate and any questions you would like to ask us or anything like that and 
so let this marinate so here is the post that she posted on facebook let me let y'all in on what bothers me about in parentheses some entrepreneurs and i an entrepreneur i get tired of seeing small business owners putting people down for having a nine to five i have been self-employed four times going on five years now and let me tell you it's rewarding absolutely but it's work and it's not always easy and the reality is it isn't for everyone in a bunch of exclamation points um we're talking about full-time entrepreneurship now stay with me don't let all these i'm a boss posts make y'all think being self-employed means we lay around on yachts all day drinking wine and eating caviar <laughs> that was kind of funny for me it's a goal yes but not the case for most small businesses and startups that's in parentheses uh, most people put up that image for social media and if you offer a service in the community don't shade at everyday hard-working people who are taking care of their families who essentially keep our bills paid probably isn't the smartest thing to do having a business doesn't mean you have any place to down people for going to work in all caps can we stop putting people down for being productive responsible adults shoot they could be going to work and saving for a business going to work and paying off debt going to work and fixing their credit for a business going to work and buying our products and services so we can feed our families or maybe their line of work is so rewarding that they actually i don't know love it i personally believe it's wise to have multiple streams of income for anybody and that could be a nine to five and a side business but full-time entrepreneurship isn't everyone's current goal and we shouldn't throw shade at people for having nine to fives you have people living good off nine to fives if full-time entrepreneurship is a person's goal let's encourage them to go for it share our mess ups and what we have learned put them on encourage them to keep their jobs until it makes sense yes keep your job until it makes sense and sense <laughs> Because truth be told that 9 to 5 income comes in handy while you're waiting for your product or idea to jump off. But folks ain't about to tell y'all that part because they don't want to be real about it. If you work a 9 to 5 but also have a product or service that I can support or share with my friends, we put that in from below. Um, so you still have that post there. Um, if you have anything to support, they should put that there in her um facebook um when we come back after i refill my cup of coffee <laughs> um probably might be a glass of wine because this is going to be some tea do we need to talk about all this when we come back i will be joining with the rest of the founders of fret sisters and our special guest for this special round table of this fret tea talk britney speedy just keep on listening, get a glass of wine, some tea, some food, whatever you have in your house that you can't go anywhere, or get some Uber Eats, um, or Grubhub, or DoorDash, and deliver some food, which I'm craving for some cheesesteak right now, I'm dealing with this. Yeah, so when we come back, we're going to talk about this um, post 
with um, Britney Speedy and anything that um, other pros and cons that dealing with entrepreneurship and nine to five. So stay tuned. And we are back. I'm here with my partner in crime, uh, Jenny Jam. And I'm here with a special guest. For the first time, we're joining somebody into our Fret Tea Talk. Um, She is a focal coach extraordinaire. (laughs) She's an entrepreneur. And I've been looking through her Facebook. Very, 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 very talented. Her name is Brittany Spivey. Thank you. So it's it's actually pronounced Spivey, but I get called Spivey all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am so sorry. Um, Spivey. Okay. Yes, yes. But I'm so excited. I'm excited to be here with y'all. I really am. We are happy that you're here. Yeah, you actually the first. Yeah, you're actually the first person that's not like playing any instruments joining in with us so you are our very first guest out of really all that so i'm yeah like ever you the the first guest that is not like playing instruments you're like a vocal coach you're mostly singing so you like the first vocal talented artist in with us so this will be good this will be really good it'll it'll be different Mm -hmm. yeah so the reason why I have you joining with us, we talking about self-employed entrepreneurship versus nine to five. And I would like for you to explain what motivated you to did that post on Facebook. Oh yeah. So I, I made a post, a very long post. Um, just, you know, I just had some questions and frustrations built up around other entrepreneurs that you know that I know or that I'm connected to you know on social media so I've been self-employed um strictly with music for five years now and it's so frustrating sometimes because you know there's kind of like this narrative that it's just always great and you're always just you know swimming in money and and you know you know yes you have the freedom to do a lot of things that other people don't have but it comes with a lot so with the the post you know i just kind of wanted to bring clarity and raise awareness that you know there's a lot of work that goes into working for yourself and there's a lot of people who want to do it i think it's a great idea but when you go into it you have to be fully aware of everything you know that you could possibly have to encounter um so that's pretty much what it was about just you know I just wanted to be real with people, you know, I just wanted to be real, you know, like, um, it's hard sometimes it really is, although it's rewarding and I would not trade it for anything. I love it. I enjoy it. You do have your difficult days where you just want to go like, you know, punch the clock in at somebody's job, (laughs) you know, but it's rewarding at the same time. Yeah, go ahead, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you just quickly give a brief of what your whole business is about? Like what you do and even like a little, a quick little bio yeah. of what you, um, what you do as an artist. Yes. So that. my uh, company is Spivey Vocal Consulting. Um, and 
myself and one of my coaches, his name is Jeffrey Robinson, and he is amazing. He started working with me, I think it's been like a year now that I brought him on board, but we do vocal coaching with an emphasis on vocal health. So each one of our clients um, goes on a strict vocal health routine to care for your voice, to treat your voice, to learn how to make your own vocal treatments, you know, to learn how to shut down colds if you have to speak or or sing or, you know, whatever. Um, we also work with churches and groups. We work with pageant girls. Um, anyone who's looking to, you know, um, you know, brush up on their, their performance skills, their vocal skills. We also do audition prep. So if, you know, there are people who, you know, don't necessarily need a, a coach during the week, but maybe they have auditions coming up. We do audition prep. Um, and I also have my um, herbal ginger teas, which treat the voice. They treat the body naturally. Um, and outside of that, I do uh, backing vocals for different artists. And I, I literally just got back from Europe maybe last month. I was gone for a while, so I missed Christmas and everything. But still, just to have something to come back to is just like a huge blessing. But um, yeah, we do. We literally do it all. We also work with, like I said, public speakers. We do creative songwriting classes for songwriters who want to learn how to compose a song that grabs you, who want to learn about publishing, songwriting, copyrights. We do all of that. Um, so my my sessions, you know, like how back in the day when you would have your vocal coaches, you would have like, you know, the little old lady like pecking at the piano. and <laughs> But things are different now. Times have changed. And, you know, thankfully, we get to work with artists. Um, we get to work with performing artists. We get to work with people who just started singing yesterday. You know, we get to work with people who are established. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I, I really do love what I do. I really love it. I really do. <laughs> I was saying it just seems like lately everybody's calling themselves an entrepreneur. And mm -hmm. it's like, what is that definition now? Because before there was a definition or an entrepreneur had a definition. But now it's like everybody is saying that. Like, Yeah, because it's what a trend it, right now. Yeah. It's a trend, but people don't really want to see the work that goes behind it. And also just you know like when you think of insurance and you know insurance for your family there's so much that goes into it you know and I do wish that people would look deeper into it and not just see it as like it's just something you know it's a trend for social media without really having the information you know surrounding it so um one of the questions that we ask you is like why is there a stigma about being an artist and having a nine-to-five job I think that <laughs> This, this is just from my experience and just from people I'm connected to. I think there's this kind of like cloud where people feel like if you are a creative and you're an artist or you're a musician and a singer, then you've, quote, made it and you shouldn't have to do anything else. You know, and I think mm -hmm. that's what I think people feel like, OK, well, you know, because I'm talented or whatever, this is all that I have to do. You know what I mean? But when you look at, you know, statistics and when you research um, the wealthy, when you research millionaires, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. 
you know, like they never stop working. They never stop building. They never stop developing, you know, so we just kind of have to think a little differently about it. But um, I think there is kind of like this narrative, you know, saying, you know, because you're a creative or because you're a musician and you're an artist, you shouldn't have to work an outside job. But sometimes it is smart to, to work an outside job as well. That That is that is so like real what you just said that they have multiple streams of income and nobody knows that oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. nobody knows that i mean and that's the same thing as being an artist or a musician you have to have multiple streams of income i mean we're seeing it right now you know like what's happening right now in in the economy in the market but that is so true and and that's just something that people have to realize yeah the nine to five job it's actually okay to have that too or even like a part-time job that might give you part of those benefits you know yeah it's it's really smart um I believe in you know working those jobs until either your schedule permit doesn't permit for you to do anything you know but that or whatever but even with me when I came off because I was a music teacher at um you know, in the public school system. And so when I came off that job, you know, I was actually kind of thrown into entrepreneurship. <laughs> it wasn't something that I planned to do, um, but I was thrown into it and I had to think fast. And, you know, my thing was, okay, well, I sing and, you know, I teach music, so I'm gonna do vocal coaching and I'm gonna push it and I'm gonna make it work. But on top of that, you know, even though I have that income, I decided, okay, well, I'm gonna start making vocal care products just in case my lessons you know don't pick up like I want to I'll still have income from selling vocal tees you know or I'll have income from doing workshops or you know from doing whatever um but it is good to just have something else and and I don't think that people should feel bad for you know doing what's best for their their family their benefits their 401k their future college funds like you have to be strategic you know and have one more than one way to access where you're trying to go you know because as we see now it's important to have more than one stream of income because everything is shutting down Oh, exactly. Like, can you be successful doing both or like doing both things, like being an entrepreneur or, or working a nine to five job? One had to take one for president. So it's like, I think it's be successful doing. Can you be able to be successful doing both or just stick with just one thing? I think that you can be successful doing both, but I do because like for me and my business I put everything into it so I do believe that there might you know come a time when you do have to pull away from your nine to five if you know being an entrepreneur is something that you want to do but you don't pull away Mm -hmm. from that prematurely you stack your money you save you clear up your credit you build relationships you build a fan base you build customers so that when you pull away from that, or if you do pull away from it, it's not like a culture was pulled. Yeah, but how do you know when it's like time to do that? So how do you know when it's in time to, um, when you like focus more on one or just drop it all together? So when it's time to like quit? I think there's two ways. Um, I think we should look at it from two different points. I think when you are financially in a place where it makes sense and 
you have a savings and you have the type of clientele and everything that you need to be sustained, but also without looking at like the, you know, all of the kind of logistic type things. Um, but you'll also know when, you know, your, your spirit and your emotions and your heart are connected to one thing more than the other. But even if you are pulled in one direction um, I still believe in finding a way to create multiple streams of income within that new direction. I think it should be kind of like a web, always be growing. So like if you stick with like one category, like if you stick with music and you're trying to do different ways to put in music involved in it, like some products, doing lessons, um, anything like that, it's kind of like the way to um, bring in more streams of income as long as you stick with that entire niche exactly exactly yeah i think there's kind of like an umbrella that you have to stick to which makes sense not Mm -hmm. saying that you necessarily have to but it just kind of makes sense you know like for me i want my clients i want to be a one-stop shop for them like i don't want them to have to go to anybody else when it comes down to music and voice they should be able to get everything that they can possibly get from me and one of my sources, you know, but that's really Mm -hmm. good. What you said, just to, you know, be sure that it's kind of like zoned into something that's similar. I, I personally, Mm -hmm. you know, although I love like, you know, I make my vocal teas and my vocal care products, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally go and, you know, sell like pound cakes also, you know, um, I would try to, (laughs) Instead of that, you know, okay, let's make a vocal care product, you know, just so I can target the people that I want to target, you know, and and be sure that that money keeps coming in. This is Jenny Jam. So the one question I have is the the products. When you say that that you have developed these products, was this something that you had to find investors for it or, you know, the money that you had saved up? kind of put towards that product so that's a good question so so although I am a vocal coach I'm also an herbalist and so I know a lot about herbs and what treats the body naturally what treats the voice naturally how to cure colds how to all of that just to keep your your voice in shape so I grew up I'm from the country you know, I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina, but I grew up in a town called Garner, and it's a country town here. And so my grandparents, I grew up watching them make um, medicine. I grew up watching them make cold medicine, you know, whatever type of situation you had going on. They were in the kitchen and they were brewing medicine. That was something that just kind of came natural to me. I was used to seeing that. Um, and so the older that I got... Um, I have a daughter, I'm a single mom, and so my daughter's seven, and I would get just crazy nausea when I was pregnant with her, um, to the point where I could not keep anything down. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to, you know, eat and drink, and just my body was just so out of whack. And, um, you know, I did my research, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try, you know, maybe this type of product. I'm going to try this. And just doing my own research, I came up with a formula that shut down my nausea but also I noticed like I can take this in in place of traditional cold medicine so I have not taken traditional cold medicine in seven years and mm-hmm. it's something you know when I have a sore throat or whatever it's something you know that I can just take to kind of shut that down 
as far as the investing part and getting my product out there, I have not had any investors. <laughs> it's been just wow. me doing it by myself. Last year, I had my very first celebrity client, which was India Ari. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And she used my vocal tee for her worthy tour. So it's crazy how that happened, you know, but it's something that I believe in. And I feel like when you believe in something and you put your all, like there's 24 hours in a day, we have more than enough time to dedicate to what we really want to happen in our lives, you know? And, it, and I feel like, you know, just me putting my all into it and just being incredibly blessed and lucky, I've been able to take small steps to get my products you know where they need to be so it's been great it's been really great that's awesome it's really cool yeah i hope you got some of those teas left because i might need one (laughs) i know i was just thinking the same thing would are they sold online because we'll put we'll put the link in our show notes where we can get your products well definitely your website and everything we'll get all that information yes the tea i will send you (laughs) i will send you ladies some complimentary tea so you can have that (gasps) for your next podcast (laughs) yes but i'll send you the link um you can purchase them online and you know just right now um i think with the situation that's kind of going on in the world i kind of did have a moment of doubt of like oh crap like what's gonna happen you know but people have been stalking up on my teas as you know just to have a natural a, a natural alternative at home, you know. So it's been it's been cool. It's been really good. Mm. I hope they don't go crazy like they did with their toilet paper. I They'll, hope they do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Actually, that'd be good for you. Right. I'll probably run out of supplies. <laughs> so um, when I first saw your post, it kind of reminded me of the full-time musician kind of looking down on the nine-to-five but I feel the same way about when I see people say, oh, I'm a full-time musician, I'm a full-time mm-hmm. musician. But there's more to that. A nine to five, you have those benefits of medical, health, vacation, mm-hmm. sick leave and all that. But when you're an entrepreneur, you don't have any of that. Or it's it's a little bit harder or you have to yeah. pay, pretty much pay out of pocket for mm-hmm. that. It's hard. And you know, like if you have kids, it's something to consider, you know, it's, there is no shame in going and clocking in somewhere so that your children can have consistency and so that they can have benefits, you know, and you can still, you know, live your dreams and, and, you know, make money doing music with me, the different kind of like branches that I've fallen into because, um, outside of vocal coaching, I sing and, you know, I get to gig and travel and tour and stuff like that. But it's like, once that's over, I'm going to come back home to my vocal coaching students. I'm going to come back to my vocal tea. I'm going to come back to the churches that I work for, you know, so it's, it's good to have multiple avenues, but, um, there is no shame in it at all. It is actually very wise as we can see right now like in, in the climate of the world we can see that it's very wise to have backup and it's having a backup yeah. doesn't mean that you're not you know that you're not giving something your all you're just being strategic but is there like a is there really a shame in not wanting to be an entrepreneur but just enjoying being a part-time artist is there a shame in that I think that's dope just kind of like being a part-time or having like a part-time service or something is that what you mean yeah, so if you like being an artist part-time, but it's like a shame to being an entrepreneur. 
but just enjoying being like you know working at a nine to five job and just being a part-time artist in our world we kind of have like a like a blueprint of how things should go you know like you should do it this way or you have to do it this way or it won't work that way but there's so many ways to find your own personal success you know to find your own personal happiness and it if it's you know being a full-time nine to five worker and gigging on the weekends you know or if it's being you know spending your time majority as a musician who gigs but you're also teaching lessons you're also doing you know what i mean doing like conferences or or you know working at a music store or whatever you know you definitely have to do what works for you definitely yeah yeah you're right you're right about that in general society sometimes sees that you have to stick with the right. rules. You have to work this much and you have to bring in this much income and whatever. But there are people similar to your journey that can go for it, take that risk and somehow it works out. You know, and you're still working at it too. It's not that you're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm good. This is it, you know, I don't need to work anymore <laughs> or anything like that. It is another way to look at it. It's taking that yeah. risk. It, it is, it's a risk and you know, and I think this is something that I mentioned on my post, you know, not everybody wants to be a full-time musician or not everybody wants to be a full-time entrepreneur. I mean, of course you have people who want to explore it, but for the people who want to do it, you know, I think those of us who have been doing it for some time, I think we have to be like real and honest, you know, have conversations with people, let them know how we failed, let them know what we could have done better, let them know like, you know, I wish I would have saved more or I wish I would not have purchased this off of credit or whatever, you know, do whatever we can to help people and then encourage them, you know, now that you have this going, find something else, find something else that you can mm -hmm. kind of tag into that as well. Think about the different types of income that are out here. When I think of musicians and singers and performers, most of us want to book the gig. That's important. We, we want to book the gig, but what about royalties? Like that's money that you can collect for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like royalties mm -hmm. is also a way to get money. There's, or, or to build income. There's so many different creative avenues. We have to explore them and kind of go outside of the box that just says that one thing works, you know, cause that's not always the case. How do you think about retirement in a sense or whatever? Cause this is how you're going to take your life pretty much with what you're doing right now. You're the vocal coach, you sell products, you tour music, being an artist, you know, this is pretty much what you're gonna right. be doing. So personally, how, how do you feel about like the retirement sense? Again, we're getting mm -hmm. back into the rules, retirement, health insurance, mm -hmm. the future. I think that's how like some people would think like, you know, what about the future? And that's you know, that so kind of real. That is a real question because the future can be, as we all know and can see like right now, it can be so uncertain. You can plan as much as you can for something, but you really just don't know, you know? And that's where these different avenues come into play. For me, you know, I may be, um, <laughs> I may be asking for a lot, but I want to retire fairly early. And retirement for me would be for my businesses to um, continue to be established entities employing people and making products i want to get to the place where i'm comfortable financially to where i can step away but those businesses are still working for me 
you know, I'm still, I still have um, income coming, you know, from vocal tea or from doing uh, vocal coaching or, you know what I mean? Like, so for me, retirement looks a little different because although my plan is to pull away um, once I get to a certain age and just kind of enjoy life, that's the plan, you know, we'll all see. But um, <laughs> um, I do understand, you know, that things happen. <laughs> You know, but for me, when I do retire and I want to retire before I'm 50, I still plan for my businesses to grow, to flourish, to spread. And if they do not, I will not retire at that time. I'll, I'll be sure that I can push my business um, to that place where I'm comfortable enough to retire. But, um, you know, of course, it's different because it's not like you're paying into retirement, like like your regular, you know, the you know, your normal, just kind of like hardworking jobs. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different. So you kind of have to finesse it different differently and you have to decide, you know, is it is it worth it? You know, is it really worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we say that all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just life it's hard because you just never know what's gonna happen you know I mean the thing is is that it's hard doing the you know a full-time job too you know I mean you're you're going through those same questions so if you really think about it it's not any different Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know you're still working hard whatever you're doing in your nine to five job to like grow and try yeah. to get to that next level the same as being an entrepreneur you so i guess that's just like the more of the story it's really the same thing you just have to keep working yeah right and, and you know like i believe that you know what you said mm-hmm. is true you do have to keep working i think like work sometimes looks different it just looks different you know like i know our parents and grandparents work for them was it was different because it's a different time you know what I'm saying there's so many just creative things that we could do for work you know now things that we can do to to bring in income and make connections there's times when I've gone to work and you know maybe there wasn't a lot of money in it for me but the connections were worth it you know they were long lasting Mm -hmm. so it just that's so true it really just depends you know we um, definitely have to work hard and be strategic, make a plan. I was talking to someone who said, you know, if you really want to be successful, you cannot be afraid to ask, can you help me? Will you try my product? Will you listen to my music? You know, can I do this? Can I shadow you? You know, you can't be afraid to ask. And on top of that, you cannot be afraid to be told no. Be told no a million times until you get the yes. And then run with the yes and make it into another yes. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. I just want to, like, take that audio snippet of what you just said and play it over and yes. over again. <laughs> like, that yeah, is so first thing motivating. In the it is. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Especially when right. you it's so motivating like what you just said. Yeah, that'll be like your alarm clock and just have that on there as your ringtone. And or as, oh, especially yeah. you're making that alarm clock and wake you up. <laughs> Yeah, the day I heard that, I was like, shoot, you know what I'm about to do? I'm about to go ask people for stuff that I need. And <laughs> I was just so yeah. intentional. You know, the worst that can happen is they can say no. And even branching out as a musician or as a, you know, a nine to five employee, 
You know, sometimes it's hard to branch out. I believe that, you know, everyone who has a nine to five also should have some type of side income. Try something Mm -hmm. out. The worst thing that can happen is people cannot feel it. So maybe they won't support it right now. Maybe they'll say no, but maybe they'll say yes, you know, and maybe it'll be worth it for you. But it's just, it's all just like a risk, Um, but it's a great risk. Oh, that, this is a good one. Can you just tell our listeners where to find you on social media so we can put in our notes and spread the word out? I enjoyed this. Okay, definitely. So I'm going to give y'all a few options. Um, So my Instagram, my personal Instagram is Brittany D. Spivey. Um, My business Instagram is at Spivey Vocal. And my Facebook is facebook.com slash spivey vocal and you can um connect with me on either one of those yeah this was this was awesome i mean definitely appreciate your your advice your insight on entrepreneur versus full-time employee or whatever you want to call it like nine i guess we'll call it nine to five versus Mm self-employed really really good advice good stuff I really want to look at your products now. Yeah, I'm actually on everything, Facebook, you know, because I'm, I'm searching for a new vocal coach right now. Listen, I so I got you, but you know, public speakers. I coach public speakers, and yes, you it's too? necessary. It is so necessary. Oh my gosh! Now I'm thinking I'm going to let the vocalist in my band know about you because I know certain times when she's you know falling sick or something she'll go and get a cortisone shot. oh yeah so <laughs> just so she just so she can yeah, sing it's... i know i know shorn's probably like loving this because she sings as well oh, so yeah i know i've seen your group i've seen y'all like performing i love watching those videos i love them <laughs> oh yeah thank yeah, you but, you know a vocal coach is important most people think it's just for singers but anyone who has to use their voice on a regular basis and anyone that kind of wants just a natural way to keep your your voice and your song you know tip-top shape it's definitely worth it to connect with a vocal coach yeah i definitely need that because i'm wearing tear in my voice right now i'm just recovering from a cold and i lost my vocal coach a year ago so i need to get right back in shape on that you know we got you I got don't, Look, don't even worry. I will get you into shape. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gents. I would like to thank Jenny Jan for joining with me. I'm also like to thank our special guest, Brittany Spivey. Yes. <laughs> for joining in with us, giving us great advice on entrepreneurship and her services. So if you like to Look through more information about her uh, business on Spivey Vocal Consultant. Make sure you follow her and she will definitely can hook you up. And so till next time, I am Sean, Shawnee, Sean Marshall. Bye. 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 Hey, Riff Girl, what you got? If 
you want to learn more about this lick, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love. Thank you.